The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to share with you an amazing story about a couple who tried for 10 years to have children. And then Hashem blessed them with quintuplets, five healthy children. You can't imagine what a whirlwind they were going through. What a tumult. What a financial responsibility. She had to leave her job. He was learning in Kolel. He had to leave. He was looking for a job. And there was an elderly woman who lived a few blocks away, a religious Jewish lady who decided that she heard about their plight and she would like to help. And she gave them a very generous stipend until they're able somehow to get back to some sense of, of normalcy. But they had never met. And one day the elderly woman calls up the young mother and says, look, I would like just to stop by for a few minutes just to see you, say hello, and maybe look at the, at the little children. Because of course, it'd be our greatest pleasure. They make an appointment, she comes to the house, opens the door, mazel tov, and then all of a sudden she sees there's a very large picture, portrait of a woman, and as soon as she sees that picture, this elderly woman faints, crumbles to the ground. Woman called Kulat Sola, she's taken there, and Baruch Hashem, she's okay, but the young lady, the young mother wants to visit her, and she gets her parents to watch her children, the babies, the five, you know, I don't know, it's not such an easy task. and. She visits her at the hospital. She comes in, and the elderly woman, she's very emotional. She says, please sit down. I want to tell you something. She said, I'm a Holocaust survivor. I was in Bergen-Belsen, and we decided, we had a small group of us, young girls between the ages of 14 and 16, that come what may, we're going to do as many mitzvahs as we can, even here in this Gehenna. And it was coming to the first night of Hanukkah, and we collected margarine. We had margarine. We, we took out threads from our clothing, if you want to call it clothing, whatever they had, whatever they were wearing, threads for the wicks, but they needed a vessel to hold it in. And they decided that potato peels were the way to go. But in order to get that, you had to steal yourself into the kitchen. And that was a life-threatening situation. If you were caught, you, you were dead. But they decided, despite the fact the five of them, they, they stealthily tried to go to the, to the kitchen, but they were caught. Their names were written down. They were told to go back to their barracks, but they knew what was coming. That night, they didn't know what to do, and uh, they realized that the next day, their lives are going to be over. But they remembered there's a young, brilliant woman who was given special privileges by the Nazis, Yimach Shemam, because she was fluent in a number of languages, and she would listen to these uh, foreign reports and on the radio, and she would report back to the Nazis and tell them what it says. So they gave her uh, her own private room. She had other privileges, better food, etc., they figured maybe they'll go to her, which again, <laughs> punishable by death if they find getting out of their bunks and going to her. But they said, look, there's no point. We're going to die anyway, so might as well try. So they come to her room. They knock on the door. There's no answer. So they open up the door. And as they open up the door, they hear from, from the back of the room, they hear someone singing very softly, Mo'osur. They walk in and they see that she's singing Mo'osur. She's lighting a candle the first night of Hanukkah. The woman was startled when she saw them, and they explained their plight, that their, their lives are over. Maybe she has some influence, she could, but she didn't want to hear it. She was very, very agitated, told them all, please, to leave immediately, which they did. They went back to their bunk, and they resigned themselves now to the next day to die as Kiddush Hashem. As they're being put on this platform, noose around their necks, all of a sudden, this young lady, this translator comes in and she speaks to the commander. She's 
waving her hands wildly and talking very excitedly and the commander's listening and, you know, and he looks like he's very upset and he orders his men to take the noose off the necks, take down the women and, you know, let them go back to the bunk. And their lives were saved. A few days later, the British came and, and liberated the camp. On Hanukkah, she says that your mother was that woman who saved our lives. I always wanted to thank her. I always wanted to show my Akara Satova. I was never able to find out what happened to her. And there she was. And now it was the young lady's turn. And she was very emotional. And she said the night before she gave birth, her mother came to her dream. And she said, Finev, Finev. Five for five. I didn't know what she meant. But obviously it had something to do when I had five children. I had quintuplets. But now I know the meaning of five for five. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.